Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football, rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Renshaw, with me yet again, Garrett Grev. Garrett, I love it. Welcome hey, hey. Back. Oh, it's great to be here in the virtual meeting space that allows us to span different areas of the Midwest to talk yes. about fantasy football. We can squeeze in some opes. Oh, we can. I don't know. Are you a big uh, a tater tot casserole guy? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Tater really? tot hot dish, first of all. Oh, Let's see, there's. Yeah. A, OK, wait, wait, wait. Minnesota. Duck, duck. It's gray duck. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Duck. You're the only person. Yeah, it's great. Oh, gosh. My sister-in-law's from Minnesota, and she says the same thing. And I'm like, stop. No. It's how, it's how you know the difference. Like, oh, is that a duck or a goose? Of course I know the duck of a goose. I got to be able to <laughs> trick you. It's about <laughs> tricking. And, 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 the, and the whole point is you want to be able to throw people off. So you say, duck, duck. And then you go, green duck. Oh, oh not you. Gosh. You keep going. <laughs> duck, duck. Minnesotans are something different. Oh man, we're fun. It's you know, it's it's cold and desolate up here for big chunks of the state. So you have to come up with uh I unique guess. ways of doing things just to survive, you know. I hadn't I hadn't heard of that until I met my sister-in-law and I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. Okay. Duck duck, gray duck for all gray the Minnesotans, for and, everyone uh, else. Yeah, and when you and when you put everything in a casserole dish. And you mix it up and you stick it in the oven and you eat it later. That's a hot dish. It just yeah. is hot. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't I don't I don't like tater tot casserole. I don't hot understand dish. how whatever somebody you want to call it. Somebody has not made it well. No, no, no one's made it with Minnesota love for you, apparently. I, I, I know what it is. And this is going to listeners are going to be baffled by this. I don't. And those that have no idea what I look like will be really baffled. I'm not a vegetable guy. Oh, really? So corn, no thanks. Sure. What about peas? Uh, nope. Nope. Well, no, no. I'll eat onions? carrots. I'll eat salad. I'll eat onions. Uh, not a big tomato guy. Okay. Um, I'll eat salsa. It's a technically a fruit. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cucumbers. Those are also okay. fruit, veggie, whatever. Don't like them. Yeah. I'm not That's, the apple. I I am. I am actually like people are amazed when they see my children eat because they will gobble up vegetables like you can't imagine. Yes, mine too. I, I hide it very well that I don't like vegetables for my. Oh, table. yeah, good. Well, you faked it, and then oh, now, yeah. You, yeah, you've you've established them with some healthier norms than yes. than you pertain to. Absolutely, yourself. That's, that's. I mean, that's most of parenting, right? Like right. that's a good. Oh, yeah, just pretend. Yeah, yeah. I I've I've noticed my kids. I, I I'm not. I do enjoy beer. Uh, I, I I love a good tasty IPA. Yeah. I have to be careful though, because my children have picked up that I like beer. I don't drink during the work week normally. You know, mm. like a few beers on the weekend. But if you talk to my children, you would get the impression Dad's cracking cold. Dad drinks all the time. Like, oh, a guy walks in the house. He hangs up the briefcase and he goes right down to the beer. Give fridge. me a cold brew on a rough day at work. Wow, what's dad do while he coaches little league? He's drinking beer in the dugout. You know, like they're just like, Dad, is that a beer? I'm like, it's a this is a LaCroix, sir. Yeah. It is no. 10 a.m. in the morning. It's not a beer. <laughs> like what they'll ask in front of other people and it's awkward. You know, like 
Is Garrett a functioning alcoholic and he just hides it? Well, no, I'm not. My kids are just weird, man. Is LaCroix a Minnesota thing too? Because uh, I'm not, I don't like LaCroix. Um, I uh, am a big sparkling water enthusiast. See, now I'll I, I'll be cheap. I'll get like the, um, we've got different flavored sparkling waters. Like there's one right now, Walmart. If anybody's got a Walmart, you can get bomb pop, fl- or not, sorry, what's it? Red, white, and blue pop flavored carbonated water i kid you not it tastes just like a bomb pop it's delicious it's zero well, it's calories awesome. yeah yeah that's great i am i'm definitely i don't drink a lot of soda or anything like that that's an un-minnesotan thing of me i say soda yeah. i don't say pop a pop it's definitely pop um yeah the, up here definitely is pop i think throughout big chunks of the midwest it's probably pop i say soda i'm not really sure why but I do that, you know, instead, you know, mix it up a little bit. Right. I just have ice water all the time. Drinking milk outside on a hot day. In your yeah. water. Right. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> milk <laughs> was a bad choice. <laughs> so tell me, I, I've been thinking about it all week. Football, you have a football update for me from, from the kids? Oh, yeah. We uh, went big last week. Oh. So both boys won their football games. Nice. Um, my oldest one is tackle game. Um, we went back to this field where we had the only loss of the year. Just got absolutely dominated, played a different team, but it was nice to get a win on that turf. So it's yeah. like, you know, no, it's not cursed or anything like that, but second grade fo- flag football is sort of my jam. I think I said, I, I, I I've coached that team. Right. I overdo it. Um, I have beat up I, on some old guy last week. Yeah. I'm only, ago. yeah, it was a defensive battle this week. We mm. played what would be considered one of the other top second grade flag football teams. So my competitive spirit really came out. The coach of that team sits on our local football board. Oh, so it was okay. like, we're going to have to go. And uh, yeah, we did it. We got it done. It, was, it wasn't a high scoring affair, but the kids played some top notch defense. They kept the bodies in front of them. The game never got behind us. It never got outside of us. We had some kids. I had a kid. His name's John. If John's parents happen to listen, John's getting know, a shout out right now. Oh, John was a defensive player of the game. And I almost named him offensive player of the game because he caught the two point conversion that put us over the top for the there win. This kid kept contained eyes in the backfield, wasn't getting tricked, stayed home, ripping flags in the backfield. And he likes to celebrate. He's like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a all systems go type of guy. And gotcha. He loves recognition. Coached him last year. I know this kid, right? So he's outside, he's playing contain, stays home, gets to the backfield, rips the flag. And I'm like, all right, John, I get too hyped up. I'm embarrassing, yeah, right? Yeah, and he, he's not responding. He doesn't turn around. He doesn't interact with me. I'm like, this is strange. Uh-oh. John waits for the kid to get up. He ripped his flag. Kid went down and he's pulling the flag down. Yeah. Kid gets up. John has the flag in his hand with some sass, tosses it Gross. in his face. And just puts his hands up and stares at him. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not supposed to have fa- a coach shouldn't have favorites. I mean, right. I don't even I don't, my kid's quarterback, but I, I bench him if he runs the play <laughs> wrong. Right. I'm like, John, you are my favorite. <laughs> it's just the best. I immediately look over to the teenage ref. He doesn't throw a flag. I'm like, All right. No taunting. Yes. On that one. We're good to go. Nice. Yeah, but it was great. Eight, eight, six. And, uh, you know, we improved to four and one so there you go yeah good things happening in the in the football front here there you go <laughs> you we call it football had, up there though oh yeah it's it's oh, football. okay all yeah. right the boys also had two uh two baseball games they both won those as well so it was a, it was a great week 
You're doing uh, everything up there. Yeah. Um, seven-year-old had a soccer game. They did not win that, but you know, I don't really like soccer all that much, so it's yeah. fine. And I don't, I don't coach it. I didn't play it. So it did. Yeah. Hey, good effort. You ran around up there. Just fine. You, you burned your calories, got those extra steps. Oh my in, gosh. Let's get ready. Around. Yeah. you ready for bed, buddy. All right. Tuck it out. Dad too. Go to bed. Dad. I'm going to go to the basement and crack a beer. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, that's kind of ties into my story. Um, my kids have been hitting on a tee and it's like, all right, we've got to, we've got to kind of step it up. So sure. I went out back tonight and took some spray paint and I made us, we have bad at batters boxes. Now we've got a spot for the tea boxes. We're going to slowly introduce them to you. Here's how you hit in a box. You're oh, yeah. first base. Um, my it's, it's so strange that my, my daughter, my second, my five-year-old, um, she's the one I think that would be the most athletic of the bunch wants nothing to do. No interest with it. I mean, she, so like I threw her a ball, she had a bat in her hand. I threw a ball like at her to try to hit made contact through it through a second time, missed it. I'm done. I'm terrible. Oh, throws the bat. I'm like, you have no idea. Like you, the first one you're fine. So it's just, I don't, I don't get it. And, and I'm like, man, just try. Like, do you have to try things you're doing? Like she was so, I don't know, just distraught that she missed it. I'm like, I wonder if that's a second born thing. Cause, cause be. my, my seven year old's the same way. And oh. he's, He's an athletic freak. Yeah. So this is the kid. I said, if he runs the play wrong, I'll sit him. Uh, and he's our quarterback. And he does not want to play quarterback. He he thinks it's lame. Like, he's like, what? I didn't score. He had a game. He threw five touchdowns. And he was hanging his head moping because I'm not scoring any touchdowns. Because he wasn't running in the ball himself. Uh, you're involved and in they, every play, man. And he just mopes. He's the best athlete. And he will just have games. Like, so, soccer over the summer my buddy pat i think i talked about him we coached mm-hmm. the flag team in the spring yeah. together had to tell me we're playing a tough team i need christian decide to decide to be christian today and i had to go and have a conversation like listen man your coach realizes you just decide to disappear for games <laughs> this isn't a game you can disappear for right. and I'm like having this conversation with a seven-year-old you know like come on you've got all the skill sets Dude. all the abilities in the world zero grit we gotta have it today <laughs> Contrast if, that with my oldest, who has all the grit and all the determination, and he's so tall and thin, he hasn't quite found his coordination right. yet. I'm like, if if you two guys like could and one just merge and merge, yes, oh my gosh, unstoppable. Oh, and and my my oldest is kind of the same way. She, I mean, she's she's trying, she's doing stuff, she's willing to listen, she'll take instruction well. I, I she she she'll be an okay athlete, but yeah. she doesn't have the natural. Not there yet. If you have a, if you have two children and you're listening, tell us, is your second born the right. more natural athlete? Cause I don't, I mean, I, I got, I got four, my three and four are still too young to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. In development still. <laughs> so getting into news, um, kind of the big news of the week, uh, Javante Williams being diagnosed with a torn ACL, LCL in his right knee and will miss the remainder of the season. Denver's looking at, do you trust Melvin Gordon? Do, do you, I mean, everybody on waivers this week thinks Mike Boone's the guy, uh, right. Latavius Murray, longtime listeners know I've called Latavius Murray, Latavius Murray for about six years now, dude's still hanging on. Who, who do you want in that backfield? I think for me, 
it's really tough to say Gordon has fumbling issues. You don't know how much the the staff trusts him maybe right. to get the full workload. Feels like, you know, they've been pretty comfortable in a committee or at least a timeshare to this point. For that reason, I'm going to go with the cheapest dude you can get your hands on in okay. Matavius Murray. Latavius, I actually picked him up in, in one of my dynasty leagues for like nothing yeah. off the waivers. You know? I put in waivers. I put in a very large bid for for both. I put, uh, but I I I agree with you. I think Murray is the one that, um, not that I don't trust Gordon, and I think Gordon will be okay. He averages a fumble every ninety carries. If you look at his his stats over his career, Um, he'll be okay. But that's a timeshare. Nathaniel Hackett has had a timeshare. You go back to Green Bay. They they run a one A one B system, right? And and I want a part of it. And I don't know if it's going to be Boone or Murray, but you talked about cost. I'll go with Murray. They just signed him. He had the opportunity to stay with the Saints or go to Denver, and he chose to go to Denver. So what he knows, he I feel like he knows something. He chose to go there as opposed to stay in New Orleans. I, I'll and he's go- a vet, right? He knows yeah. the NFL. He understands he the systems. I mean, I think is he a he might be a ten year guy, right? Like he's he's been around for a while. So if it was enough to get him to go there, you'd think he's doing this because there's an opportunity to be more involved over a lengthier period of time. Like that's fine for me. I'll take, I'll take the discount and the name that not everybody rushed out for, and then just see what happens. Right. I'm looking for a piece here. He has been in the league for eight years. Okay. Eight years. So shy of a decade here. Yeah. I'm like, it feels like something. Right. He's, I mean, and he's, He's been around. Okay. Well, this uh, career path answer, because this was my career path for the week. Uh, started with the Raiders in 2014. Uh, ended up up your way. Played some duck, duck, gray, duke, gray duck with the uh, the Vikings in 2017 and 2018. Uh, the Saints 2019 and 2020. Baltimore 2021. And this year, New Orleans and Denver. So he's yeah, kind of made around. He's making the tour. Yeah. He's he, not He's not quite on uh... – on you know the bearded one's journey across most teams <laughs> in the NFL, but I'm still waiting to see if we might get a little more quarterback play in a surprise down the stretch here. Uh, so it, it's the week of backup running backs. Um, you know, we've got Melvin Gordon, Murray Boone, uh, Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor's out. So we've got nine right. Hines who could be taking a step forward or Deion Jackson. Um, you've got Atlanta, Cordero Patterson to the IR. Does the rookie step up? Uh, there, there's been some Tyler Huntley love that's come back with yeah. that. Um, Raheem Mostert looks to be the guy in, in uh, Miami because Chase Edmonds is just Chase Edmonds. Uh, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> it just seems we're a quarter of the way through the year, and this is where the RB injuries hit. This is a zero RB drafters dream. No, oh, this is the this is the you know five hundred years ago, maybe a thousand years ago, there was a prophecy that one year the strategy would come to light and there there would be uh, an advent of the zero RB truther. And we are experiencing that year. There it, it is. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be enough to uh, win you your league, 
but it's going to be enough to not get laughed at. And hopefully your wide receivers are good enough that you didn't really care one way or the other. There have anyway. been, and there have been threads where people are saying this is the beginning of the end of first round running backs that wide receivers have taken over. Um, if you were to do a draft right now, super flex, you may not see a running back until mid to late second round. Yeah. And yeah. And I, it's, I, you know, I, 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 I've heard that. I struggle in thinking, um, you know, it's kind of a chicken or the egg scenario. I think as standard scoring has not, has become not the standard. I don't, I don't play in any standard leagues. I only know, I only know a couple people that like their main league is a standard league still. And they are, you know, my uncle who turned 60 this year's (laughs) age, you know, it's like him, it's like him and his buddies basically. I just don't know that many. And I, and I think, you know, as far as, is it zero RB that is becoming a strategy that is birthed enough success, or is it the fact that we've changed the scoring systems um, that just kind of nerf that position a bit more? Obviously the NFL has changed, right? Like this is a right. passing league, the changes to to the defensive backs ability to, you know, get involved in the protection of the quarterback means it's a more pass heavy league. It's great for the audience. It's drives viewership, high yeah. scoring, explosive. I get that. Um, I still think when it comes to running backs, the scarcity of, of difference makers for me, right. it's like a I just three down banger. Just, yeah, those guys are still for me. I, I build and I know dynasty build. It's not great, but I build around running backs and then because I'm not ever playing to win it next year, I'm always playing to win now. And when I do rebuilds, then I blow it up and do whatever. But right. I, I don't think, I mean, you can, you guys can all draft your, your wide receivers early. That's cool. I'll take the running backs late in the first, early in the second and be stacked. Yeah. I think it's easy for me, at least it's easier to find wide receivers later. Cooper cup was like a fourth or fifth round pick two years ago. If you had right. Cooper cup, now you're killing it. He's a wide receiver one. Um, all these rookies that are blowing up now were late round startup picks. You can find those guys late, at least in my opinion. Now I'm just one guy. What do I know? I don't know. But that's how I do it. I go running back early, and then I find the diamonds in the rough for wide receivers. I think it's easier to find a late round wide receiver than it is to find a late round running back. Yeah, and I think this is a little bit different when you start talking about draft format you know if you're doing an auction your approach could be different here you know it it, probably not terribly different it's all market value just depending on what the market is Um, but position in a snake draft has a lot to do with this right like yes like if i'm later in the first if i'm you know picking at the 10 11 12 maybe even nine spot i'm not i'm not targeting wide receivers no almost ever I'm I'm thankful every time a dude in front of me went wide receiver and I'm seeing that running back that I didn't think was maybe going to get to right. me and now I kind of have a chance to. So that's fine. Like if the dynamics change a little bit, that's cool. You might see running backs continue to shift later into the first, but I don't think this is like all of a sudden you're getting running backs at the end of round two, beginning of, of round three. Like we're not there yet. And if we ever get there, I'm going to be feasting on running back. Right. Yeah. I will be in that room going, oh, I'll take the running back. That's fine. Push it down. Yeah. To me. But I'll be the, I'll be the guy that keeps them from moving into the second, right. And third. Right. And there's always going to be that. If, if, if you've got smart drafters, whether it's a startup or, 
your rookie drafts, somebody's got their eye out saying, that's fine. You zigged all Zach. That's great. Yeah. All right, one more. And then we're done with, with the running back talk. Um, injured running back, Brian Robinson, has been designated to return from the IR. This is the end for Antonio Gibson, yeah? Get off my team. Really? Yeah. Done. Done. Okay. Ready to move on. All right. There, now, there have been some, some people that are like, no, no, he'll be fine. He'll, he'll, he'll still get his. I don't think so. I mean, sure. It's not going to be enough. I, I would hit the ejector seat now. Yeah. I would have hit it two weeks ago. Yes. Before the market realizes what I suspect. Like, I'm, I'm on record. I traded him before the draft for what I considered to be a lower than market value cost. And, and people made fun of me. Oh, you, they're not going to take anybody. And then they took Robinson. Oh, Robinson's not that good. Well, then Robinson outplayed him in pre. Like, right. I get it. Gibson has his believers, which is fine. Everybody does. For a long time, I was a Rojo believer. Oh, uh, same. Same. <laughs> so I get it. I totally get it. And I understand. Carlos Hyde. I, uh, I've hung on to Carlos. You have a uh, Carlos Hyde jersey, don't you? Jaguars, baby. Yeah, that one. So, so I get it. I mean, I get people believing in Gibson. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not there. I wanted out before they added Robinson. I wanted out in the preseason. Then the injury happened, the, the unfortunate shooting um, Gibson's value. I don't know. Spiked people still were like, look, he's okay. I just, I want out. I don't, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And you know what? It, it did raise my eyebrows a little bit in week one and half point PPR. He scored 16 and a half points in that game. He hasn't had more than 60 yard rushing in any game this year. And since that September 11th, when he was at 16 and a half, he dropped down to 11, 10, 10, 5, 7, 8. So like the trend is not moving in the right direction. Right. Without the guy who already took his job from him in the preseason being present. So like if you haven't found a trade partner yet, I mean, it might not be too late yet, because as you said, there's still people hanging on. You might you're probably going to take, you know, whatever you got and what people gave you a hard time for and under market value is maybe the best you could hope for now. And maybe not even that. I don't think so. I think I got a couple seconds and you, you probably couldn't get two seconds for him now. Um, and a player. And I, I mean, I forget, but I just remember catching, catching flack for it. You might get some picks. I don't think you're getting a, a, a usable asset, you know, coming back, or you maybe can get a semi usable asset. Um, but it's going to be lower, right? Like it's, yeah. there's, there's no way unless you're packaging him with some picks or, or another player. I, I, you know, maybe that's the move. Actually, he's not the guy you try to trade. He's that name recognition value piece. You get to push the trade you want to have happen over the edge and make the other person feel like they're getting more value than they really are. But I just don't see it going anywhere good at this point. Here here was the package. And I am I'm looking at it going, oh, no, I, I killed it. I did really well. Um, not tooting my own horn, just throwing toot, it out before the draft, I traded Antonio Gibson and Michael Gallup for the 107, 302, and the 2024 first. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting that now. No. You'll be lucky not. to get a 23 second. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I made me go back and look. And league dynamics are different all over the place. It's true. But, it's true. you know, it, I, I just, it, it would be time to cut and run for me. Yes. Don't make it too obvious, you know, no, <laughs> but, you no. know, 
I totally believe in him, but I'm willing to take a second. Right. Yeah. My, you know, my roster construction, he's just not a good fit for but your <laughs> roster. You know, he's great. great for your, he's the your RB2. for you. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Yeah. My, he's not cracking the lineup of my squad, but on your team, <laughs> your terrible team. He could, yeah. he could be pretty good. Yeah. Um, speaking of terrible, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Oh boy. Mitchell has been oh, Mitchell. Yeah. And Kenny Pickett. It's, it's Kenny P time in Pittsburgh. Um, what do you think? Who benefits? Who doesn't benefit? What do we think? First of all, Mitchell, I really thought this could be a new beginning for you. Oh, man. The beginning of the season started out where I thought, hey, this looks like an improved could, yeah. Mitch Trubisky. He might, he could be a player, you know, and, and, and not a superstar in this league, but he's the guy that you've got. Maybe you get three seasons of average to slightly above average quarterback. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it turned out not to be that way. No, no. So for me, I think who it benefits the most is probably the other P man on the team. Say it. Georgie Pickett's. Yeah. Georgie. Georgie, Pickett's connection. Right. Yes. These these young guys that come in um, and start their careers, you know, together Together. and form a connection um, tend to have that that natural look for one another. They sort of can can read the movements. They've got a lot of snaps together. Um, And if they can, you know, crest kind of roughly in the same time that natural connective tissue of starting their careers together can go a long way. I think that's, that's the big benefit. It can be a safety blanket. What are you familiar with? That's what you go to, right? You're young, you're getting your starts in the NFL, Same a, lot draft stre- class. a lot of stress. Where yeah. am I comfy? Yeah. With my draft buddy. Hey, I think we were roommates back, yeah. in, uh, back in rookie minicamp. Right. So yeah, that's, that's kind of who I think too. I think pick and, and people have, have kind of alluded to that, that his day's coming. And I, I think it's good for the offense um, that everybody's going to grow together. They're all going to, they're all young. They're all under contract for a while. Um, I, that's, I think that's the move. I think it came a lot quicker than, than uh, Pittsburgh thought it was going to. I mean, they talked about him not making any starts this year. So um, yeah. Now the, the other, the other thing I think about is, you know, and this gets overplayed. It'd be interesting to see what the data says about it, but young quarterbacks and tight ends, we hear about all the time or backup quarterbacks and tight ends, yeah. a little safety blanket, pressure relief valve, Pat Fryermuth, super talented, went nuts last year. Hasn't quite gone nuts yet, but has been yeah. serviceable. That'd be a guy to watch as well, but you know, we'll see. Najee, maybe Najee. Yeah. I mean, they're probably gonna be pretty conservative for a little bit under center, right? Speaking of backup quarterbacks becoming the starter, sort of. This guy wasn't benched, but Tua. Tua. Could be out for a while. Could be out a week. Could be out a month. I mean, here's the deal. There's the medical side of it, and then there's the optics of it. Right. And the optics are not good. No. And and what doctor did they hire now that says he can play or not play? or Right. So, So whatever the medical guidance is, I almost want like whatever the whatever like the best case scenario is, assume it's at least a week longer. Yeah. Give them because... a little time. Wait, wait. But what doctor are we trusting? Are we talking? Are we trusting the the Twitter doctor, Dr. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Oh, or... here we go. 
Here we go. Oh, I, no, you're heated about this. I one. am. I hate that. I, I've been I, waiting for it to come up. Earmuffs it, kids, if you're listening. Uh, dads, this isn't something that I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think for PG 13, you're the, you're a movie guy. You, you get, get away one, with one. You get one F bomb. Yep. If you're a Twitter doctor, shut the fuck up. Gosh, I'm <laughs> so sick of it. Anybody that follows me online kind of can tell. Knock it off. Oh, this video shows that he tore his PCL and meniscus at a lateral twist at 98. Shut up. You're not in the room. You're not looking at the MRIs. You're not looking at the x-rays. I don't care. I do not care. And I, the people that eat this stuff up blows my mind. Oh, oh my you, gosh. Doctor. I'm going to go trade him for nothing. And then he comes back and he's not injured because you listen to some stupid. <clears throat> Sorry. No, I yeah. hate them. I hate them. I hate... I'm sure they're nice people. I'm sure they mean well. Their intentions are not to uh, to ill-inform anyone. Shut up. You're not on the team. You, you're not a neurologist. You don't know what Tua Scans came back at. He, he clearly had it because he made some hand signs. Whatever. You're not there. Shut up. The Cincinnati Bengals, or no, sorry, the Miami Dolphins paid off the Cincinnati Hospital so they could let Tua out. You Probably sound not. stupid. Sounds you sound ridiculous. so stupid. Well, and then the other thing is like fantasy players be smarter than this. Like, yes. don't don't fall for it. Yes, I'm not a doctor. Matt's not a doctor. No, there are doctors online. We think, right? Some. I mean, who knows? Know. I mean, the 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 better known ones, right? Yes. Sure. If 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 you have a, a quality reputation and you are highly trusted, sure. But like, don't go around believing any Yahoo that God. says, you know, exactly. Dr. Frank, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, yeah. nine. Like, just wait, just wait. Because the the likelihood of you rushing out and making a poor decision based on this information that you procured from this Twitter doctor account is just as likely, if not more likely, to be bad information that will lead you to do an unintelligent thing than waiting for clarity. And that doesn't always mean the clarity is like, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, Tua, it turns out, didn't have a concussion two weeks ago. And uh, But you weren't going to go out and sell Tua after a concussion anyway. Right. So what is, what, where's the patience? Just calm down. Just wait. Calm down. Read a book. You know, if you're hungry for content, uh, read a book. Um Gosh. I, I just, I don't understand. And then the same, well, not the same. The one that I saw came out and was like, there's rumors that I was the doctor that diagnosed Tua without it. And that is so fake. Shut up. Now you're making stuff up. And I saw other people hop on the trend of quoting this guy and saying, oh, there's rumors that I am the reason that Giselle is leaving Tom Brady. Like, just, right. gosh, just shut up. What is the, where the, the ego of people, and I'm sure somebody wanted to look back through my Twitter account. Maybe I put something <laughs> yeah. out. I tweet a lot. You know, oh. maybe I put something. Out. Do not look for anything you can to try to uh, get attention to yourselves. Look Especially at me. If you're actually a medical professional. Like, just it Stop. seems like a career limiting move to Great. me. Good job. You you called it on. Even if you're right, what I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't. Can't take it anymore. I, I yeah, just there you go. take a breath. Yeah. Gosh, I hate yeah. it. Really do. Anyway. So two is not playing. I sound much more calm. Right. 
Teddy Two Gloves. I think it impacts that offense quite a bit. That second half of that game Thursday night last week was rough. Man. If you can get the ball into your, I mean, Waddle and and Tyreek's hands short, they're the the yak guys, the yards after catch. Um, It didn't get into Waddle's hands. No, and he's hurt. And I just, I'm not avoiding it, but everybody gets kind of a downgrade for me in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, and I say this with love and respect for Teddy, but there's you know there's a reason why he's never worked as a franchise quarterback. That knee it's issue. Been a, the knee issue, very limiting. Who knows? Who knows what could have been, right? Right. Uh, the Sam Bradford year in in Minnesota, right? We were we were hyped up. That was going to finally be year. our Super Bowl year. <laughs> we had you know, and like, yeah, this guy doesn't have. You know, and his lower body doesn't work. What do we need? Sam Bradford. That's what we need. That'll solve our problems. Like two degenerative knees. Like, ah, dang. But it just, you know, I'm not saying bail out. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not even looking to trade Waddle. And I'd rather have Tyreek of the two right now. And and before I may have been on a minority, I was Waddle over Tyreek with two of the way things were developing, even though Tyreek was blowing it up. I just, you know, all things considered cost performance right, I, right. My, my personal roster builds impacting some of that as well um and now with teddy i definitely would rather have you know short little toss tyreek lights up the world zigs and zags i mean waddle will burn you downfield but he d- he doesn't have quite the same game as tyreek right and i think tyreek's a better fit now i i trust mike mcdaniel the short time that he's been in miami he has proven to be Kind of a really good offensive mind. So what a lovable little goof, too, huh? Gosh, he's so fun. He's um, adorable. I think he'll. I think he'll put them in position to succeed. I think um, Teddy Bridgewater will do. Will be okay, but I'm still knocking everybody down. Just, just a peg. Matt, you ever uh, put out a tweet that you think is just going to be a banger, and in your mind, like this is one of the best things I've ever done, and then it just sort of fizzles. Nobody sees it. You get like three likes, and the two of them are from people you sent the tweet to. Right. McDaniel, McDaniel was, was really, his star was just starting to shine thanks to his zany press conferences and everything. And there's a picture of him standing there and his horn rim glasses, you know, looking like a math major. (laughs) And, and I was like, you ever just see a picture of a dude? No Weezer is his favorite band. Yep. And I was like, apparently, apparently that was just, uh, you know, it's just a little bit of hubris on my I, Weezer is actually one of my absolute favorite bands. But I'm like, this dude is so dorky and lovable. I just I love it. Look, and he's got he, a football pass too. Like oh you wouldn't gosh, look at that yeah. guy and be like, oh yeah, he played. Like played ball. No, he played. Yeah. And he's been around ball for for a while. I mean, he was a ball boy in in high school and played. But you love top. to see that, right? Because there's there's um you know long stretches of the NFL history where if you didn't fit what the con, you know conventional wisdom of a coach's coach was you weren't getting the shot. Yeah. And, um, and it, it's kind of cool to see a guy that's just sort of authentically his goofy self and has the good. I bet, I bet he kills it in Madden. I oh, bet yeah. he's no. so yeah. good. Yeah. You, you get online and, and you enter a, you enter a yeah, game. His own with play yeah. You just quit. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> just, I'm, not, I'm out. You win. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, go so play Arkham Knight again. We got a couple more backup backup quarterback. Uh, Cooper Rush. All he does is win. 
only Dang. quarterback in Dallas Cowboys history to start their career with Dallas 4-0. Um, I still don't think he is the long-term answer. I don't think he dacked Dak or what Romo, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think he's made himself some money. I think he's viewed now as a solid backup. He'll be on, he'll, he's extended his NFL career at least three more years. Oh, for sure. You, I mean, at least you think about some of these guys that float around the league Ace Keenum. for like years and years and years. And you don't even realize they're in the NFL anymore until you see him holding a clipboard on a team. You had no idea they were oh, on. Wait. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, Holy geez, really? Brian that's gonna, yeah. That's going to be <laughs> us with Cooper rush in like, 2032. He's, oh, he's the, still he's in Minnesota. He's oh, good, okay. I remember when he was good in for him, and he's cranking out you know two point three million dollars a year, holding living the board. best life possible. Yeah, yeah he's I, I I like the story. Um, I, I think he's he'll extend his career here, but I don't think he's anything more than hey, good still, job. Still no quarterback controversy. No. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer got hurt. Backup quarterback Cooper Rush, Bailey Zappi. Took over early in the uh, in the New England Patriots game last week and took the Packers to the wire. Looks like right. he's going to start again this week. Um, not that I was super high on anybody in any pass catchers in New England, but does this kind of change your mind on anybody? Uh, it changed my mind on Bailey Zappi, who after I said last week, I kind of I, I ended up because of my quarterback situation in the in the Scott Fishbowl, uh, went out and got um, you know the 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 Obaldi himself and then just got immediately Hoyer's gone Out so there. there wasn't a lot of quarterbacks left and I was I was uncomfortable with just two quarterbacks so I went right back to the old New England well and Bailey Zappi's on yeah nice uh, on Team Wado so it nice. uh, you know we'll see I I don't know that it significantly changes my opinion besides I expect to see more run plays. I mean, this well, is a third string guy they play Detroit yeah. whose defense terrible, not doing so. Hard. Yeah. So yeah, third, third string guy offense will be, I mean, it'll be watered down. I imagine pretty vanilla. Yes. Um, yes. So a couple of retirements. Um, oh boy. Blake Bortles. Yeah. Quietly retired. And Cole Beasley caught four passes from Tom Brady and said, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Those are the two. Unless anything happens between now and Friday. Did Cole Beasley just think like there's something in the water here down in Tampa with guys that probably should have retired? Did you read the quote from his agent? I saw it real quick. I I know I read it. I didn't have time to digest it. I know he wants to spend time with his family and his kids. Very targeting towards somebody else. On that team who maybe should have retired and is now seemingly impacting his family life. His agents, Joel and Justin Turner, say he is ready to be with his family after playing in 11 seasons and it's time to be a full-time dad and husband. I read it, and as sad as it sounds, I'm like, why are they taking shots? At old TB12. Yeah. So he's done. Was there for two games. Whatever. Uh, whatever. He's gone. Was like, there anything in the reporting of how much money he made playing for them for a couple games? Um, I don't. Did he just need to buy, like, uh, hey, we've got a. He needed some new recording equipment for his rap game? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to press an EP here. 
and uh, I could use a little funds for that or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't see anything in terms of finances. He just he just done. He just he's out. Wants to be. I don't know. I, what did Tom Brady do to him in two weeks? He's just gonna go hang out like him and Wes Welker are gonna hang hang out together. Like. True. There is a there is a theme of Tom Brady's favorite wide receivers. They're sneaky athletic. Sneaky athletic might not look like they'll eat you up. No. Didn't play wide receiver in college. Right. All right. All coming more. together. One more, and then we'll get to get to game time. It's super short. Here's the headline or the question or the prompt or whatever you want to call it. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. The amount of trash I've taken online. From Kyle Pitts and I believe the children call them stands. Oh, Kyle Pitts stands. Um, I don't enjoy experiencing. I believe the the concept is Schadenfreude, where you take pleasure in the misfortune of others. I don't think that's a healthy way to live. Is that your a Minnesotian life. word? Uh, it's German, and we got oh, a lot okay. of the O's oh. up here. All right. Um. I think it's a psychological concept more than anything else, but I digress. Um, I am uh, I am pleased by all the rabid hits enthusiasts who have shouted down anyone who dare question this generational talent. And by let me buy oh, buy, buy low on Kyle Pitts. You still can't buy low on Kyle Pitts. You won't be able to buy low on Kyle Pitts by the end of this season. You know why? Because the the athleticism, like this guy is still Kyle Pitts. He still has all the things that people went nuts about. Right. But it is not happening for Kyle Pitts. And even if you have him or acquired him or in redraft drafted him, you are not getting the return on your investment. Not this late. I mean, what would he have to do for the rest of the season? And what tells you? that could possibly be a reasonable outcome in this offense. I don't know. And I don't, I don't see, know. I mean, you don't, they're not targeting him. They're no. Drake London. Okay. Sure. They spent a high pick on Drake London. They, they're featuring Drake London. Maybe he's getting the Kittle treatment and he's too good of a blocker, but I don't see that as a, a reason. When, a when is the last time we saw an offense come out and say this offense runs through the tight end. Tony Gonzalez, Washington, or Gonzalez, maybe Atlanta. I mean, it's been uh, the Saints. Uh, it's been Jimmy Graham. But, but we're talking years and years. Well, and wait, years. wait, wait. The Chiefs. The Chiefs' offense ran through. Okay, Kelsey. okay. All right. Here's the deal, though. I was hoping you'd say that. There you go. Let's compare and you. contrast those offenses. Like, what's the quarterback situation? Wait, wait. What do you mean Arthur Smith isn't the same Yeah, as Andy Reid? What are you talking about? Right. The, okay, quarterback, yes, completely different. But even before, let's go back Mahomes. Is Alex Smith comparable to, to Marcus Mariota? What other weapons existed on that team that allowed you to say – you're going to be so concerned with a lot of these other positions that we're going to be able to take full advantage of our athletic tight end. 
Mm, I'm trying to uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was there, right? Like I don't, I can't name a wide receiver for them though. Jeremy Macklin was there for a Macklin, little bit. yeah, and he was fine. Uh, Dwayne Bow would have been longer before that, but I'm just saying I don't see enough stuff in Atlanta that tells me you're going to be able to say, oh, stop, stop, stop it. Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, was Tyreek there. was yeah was there. Travis with, Kelsey was there. Did they have one? Did Tyreek have one year with Smith or two? Two. Two. Okay. Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay, great. Even better. Kareem Hunt was a rookie. Tyreek Hill's f- second year with Kansas City. Travis Kelsey's fourth. So it it allows it allows you to do more with that position to make it special than I think what Atlanta is going to be able to do. Yeah. I just don't think it's in the cards right now. I wouldn't be shocked if Arthur Smith was not the head coach of Atlanta next year. Um, He's been there two, three years now. Hasn't really done a whole lot. Um, Can't seem to figure out that his six, seven tight end. That's a super athlete is a good guy to target. Right. And that's where I think like, especially in dynasty, I don't, I don't, you're not buying the dip because there's enough, there's enough, you have enough capital tied up and there's enough measurables and there's enough intangibles and there's enough future um, potential of if there's a, you know, coaching change and things settle then he's still Kyle Pitts. He just isn't the fantasy Kyle Pitts. You've convinced yourself you were getting. I'm not ready to put him in the same category as OJ Howard or Ebron, but tight ends that win the first round. Oh, first rounder. Sure. 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 Yeah, not I, just hype guys. But, right. Yeah. Right. But first round tight ends like that came out and had all the hype. I was never on the OJ Howard train. Um, I think Pitts is a little different, um, but I wouldn't shock me if in five years. He was a potential guy that never lived up to it. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want people to come back and like, I think Pitts will be fine. But the utilization has to dramatically change. Yes, this is concerning. Your your offensive-minded head coach can't figure out which offensive weapons are good to use. Yeah. What? The giant guy with freak athleticism. Yeah. In the red zone, just throw it up in the air. He'll jump right. higher than everyone. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Know what it is? It's probably because Kyle Pitts didn't play basketball in college. So. Oh, that's a good point. They're like, hey, he can't do it. He can't, can't. box out. Tony Gonzalez played basketball in college. Yeah. Jimmy Graham, Jimmy, same thing. Graham. Yeah. Oh boy. They love telling us about that. All right. Game. Oh, let's get to the game tonight. Listeners ah, this morning, this afternoon, car ride home from work, wherever you might be listening, get a game for you. We played this one before. Let's go back to the world of who'd you rather. Who'd you rather Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson now or 1974? 74. Meg Ryan. All right, Matt. It's so much fun. The last time we played this, we went back and and referenced two of my favorite uh, kid-based sitcom summer camp. TV shows. It was summer camp, and we we're talking about Camp on Awana and Salute Your Shorts, and then also um, Hey, uh, hey Dude in the Dude Ranch. And I said, let's let's go back. A little nostalgia never hurt nobody. Let's go. Who would you rather end up with it? Your childhood TV crush edition. Oh, no. Okay. Who would you rather for your 
childhood crush. I know the answer before my choices, before you give me choices, there is one that no one's knocking off the top. So, but I will hear who your choices are. All right. Well, it might not even be her. Maybe you're an outside the box guy. Maybe you're a Winnie Cooper guy. Who knows? You know, Mm. that's that. That's not what we're doing here though. Okay. We're going Kelly Kabowski from Saved by the Bell. Okay. Or Topanga. Oh, dude, from Boy no, Meets World. Don't even, there's no content. Topanga wins. Hands Topanga down. guy. You could throw anybody at me. It's Topanga. Anybody. Don't care. Don't care. None of them. Topanga. So, easy. Kelly Kapowski, though, Doesn't is matter. Kelly Kapowski. Now, let's go okay. with this way. So, this is, okay. So, let's talk about this. Uh, Topanga, year three breakout. First two oh, seasons yeah. of Boy Meets World. Total nerd, yeah. real awkward. You can see it though. Kind of outcast, really. Yeah, you yeah. You're like, it. yeah, there's a little chemistry. She's got a little Hermione Granger effect going That's on. That's right. Like, yeah, I bet yeah. this goes someplace in the future. Kelly Kapowski was there from Jump Street. That's she true. was, she was that superstar rookie, true freshman that showed up in the unicorn the storm. Wait, no, that she probably uni- produced better than. Yeah, right. Yeah, better. Yeah, it's kind of. Kyle Pitts wishes he was a Kelly Kapowski. Let's be serious. <laughs> Come on, get real. I I'm a Kelly Kapowski guy. I love you. Okay. Yeah. I was I was um and I think it was because I had more access to Save by the Bell as a kid than I did Boy Meets World. I was a big Boy Meets World fan. Uh, Boy Meets World is probably uh once they started doing reruns on like Disney Channel or Family Channel, I saw more of it. Yeah. Huge Topanga fan. Followed it all the way through. Love it. Kelly Kapowski was. Yours. When I was when I was a little guy and I was like, oh, my gosh, I her. think I think girls are neat. And it's because of <laughs> it's because of her. And it was because of uh, Batman from the 60s reruns Catwoman. <laughs> Those are the two ones that made me know, like, yeah. that explains your Batman love. I get it. it now. Oh, yeah, it does. OK, so we're split on this one. We'll see how we do with these other options, because, of course, we're not just going to talk about girls we had crushes <laughs> on when we were little guys. So rest of season. These are all sort of. um in the position two category. So we're going to talk about RB2, wide receiver two, QB2. Gotcha. Rest of season running back, who'd you rather have in your starting lineup? Clyde Edwards-Alaire or Josh Jacobs? Uh, CEH. He's in a better offense. Um, I know he's not getting goal line carries, but it's the Chiefs. Um, I don't trust Jacobs just because – it's not Jacobs I don't trust. It's Josh McDaniels who has a tendency to – Use a bunch of running backs like he did in New England. I will stay away from that. I'll go with Alaire. You're not threatened by everybody's favorite Isaiah rookie. Pacheco. Get out yeah. of here. No, he did look. He did look quick um, in, in the game uh, last week. But no, I'm still sticking with everybody saying sell Ceh high, but nobody's buying high. So it's one of those awesome echo chambers we've got. I am on the same page with you. You might be a yeah. Topanga guy. I'm also a CEH guy. Josh Jacobs, huge game last week, right? Yes, like showed absolutely. up, helped me absolutely dominate one of my matchups. So I appreciate that. Um, I trust the offense. I trust Andy Reid better. And uh, CEH's utilization was up last week. It, it, very encouraging. So that Good. was that was my answer as well. Okay, to the wide receiver. Rest of season wide receiver two guy you're familiar with as a Dallas fan, Amari Cooper or DK Metcalf? Who'd you rather? Uh, I'd probably go Cooper. Uh, both seem to be run first offenses. Um, Cooper's going to see gonna see a QB upgrade. Um, I know Geno Smith's playing out of his mind right now. Um, 
but give me Cooper. Cooper's one of the best route runners in the league. Um, he is spotty. I started, started him in a couple spots last week. He got me like two points. He'll yeah. have weeks like that. Um, he had weeks like that in Dallas. So it's not, I think it's a Cooper thing, not a, not a Browns thing, but I will go with Amari Cooper. Well, we're going to disagree on one of these at some point, but it's not this. So maybe we got it right. out of our system right. with the childhood crush. I'm Amari Cooper, um, particularly uh, on my roster, if not in my starting lineup right now, because as I am, you know, as, as the season progresses now, when we're looking at uh, week five. It's a good chunk of the fantasy season, the regular season that we're through. And I want to start not not trying to make any drastic changes, but I'm thinking about my lineup for the playoffs. And when I'm thinking about the playoffs, I'm thinking about the situation Amari Cooper is going to be in versus the likelihood that Geno Smith continues right. this unprecedented quarterback play all the way through the end of the season. Like, I don't think it'll happen. Neither do I. Um, but I don't, I, one, I don't think he will continue to play at the level he's playing. Highly, highly doubtful. Uh, very improbable. Um, I don't think at this point things could get so bad that we see Drew Locke, but you know, those two were sort of good. It could happen. It could happen. And I don't think there's anything that's going to keep the quarterback change from occurring uh, to benefit Amari Cooper. We'll put it that way since it's a bit of a hot topic. Yes. All right. Speaking of quarterbacks, let's wrap this up with uh, rest of the season quarterback two, battle of the Ryan's edition. Okay. First and last name differences, but would you rather have Ryan Tannehill or Matt Ryan rest the season as your QB two? Oh, um, man, that's gross. Uh, do I try to disagree with you or do I'm going to say Matt Ryan? No, we do disagree. All right, it makes it more interesting for one to land on. Um, Pittman hasn't didn't have a good week last week, um, but the the other offensive weapons um, are, I think, better. I know Henry's a, a banger, and he'll, he'll, I don't know, he's been okay. He's been catching the pass, but um, I, I'm not ready to say Matt Ryan's washed. Uh, I think he had a slow start, new offense, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I like his offensive weapons in Indy better than I like the offensive weapons in Tennessee. I'm going to go with. Um... You know, it's kind of become the thing that everybody says about Derrick Henry. I'm going to apply it to Ryan Tannehill. As the season progresses, Henry just gets better and better. And as mm-hmm. Henry gets better and better, you have to stack the box to try to futilely yeah, okay. hold back the monster that has continued to be Derrick Henry. And it, it, he just he's going to crest the way he always crests, I believe. Right. He started off a little bit soft, first two games, half-point PPR. He was at eight eight and a half points for both of those. And now he's been over 22, right? Yeah, so he's production, had a good couple of weeks. Yep. He's, he's had a good couple of weeks. I think he's going to continue to grow on that, which is going to make defenses pull in Tannehill serviceable enough with the weapons that he has when that happens. He's, he's savvy enough to take advantage. He's had fine performances for you as a QB two, probably. And he's had some QB one week. Certainly I wouldn't have been comfortable in one QB leagues rolling him out there. But for me, as as I'm eyeing towards the back half of the season here, give me Tannehill. That's it, right. It's pretty gross. Bobby Trees getting, getting yeah. that connection too. I, I mean, it was that. nice to see that get going. Uh, right. Woods Woods was a in in sort of redraft content that I put out. 
um, sort of, you know, was being overlooked or forgotten. I thought, you know, a, a bit too soon. Now one yep. week is, is too small a sample size to say what we're going to get out of old Bobby trees. Um, but he was, a late, yeah, he was a later round, you know, kind of take a shot guy for me, have him on a couple, couple teams. Actually, I, I started him in my league of record. We always, the biggest league that my, my main league and helped produce a victory there so mm-hmm. you know it'll take 10 and a half points when you're when you're having a hard fought right the guys on my bench didn't put two and up two and a, or ten and a half points up so i felt, felt pretty happy about it's that one great when you start the right guys you look at you like yeah i made yeah. all the right calls i started daniel jones last week you know nailed it boom this guy i might know what i'm talking about here uh, should, should get on uh, a podcast that i think i think that puts a wrap on it but i i can't believe that Topanga is not, I, I want feedback from the listeners on that. Cause that I is love. We should put up a poll. I don't, I don't know if it's quite on the brand of dynasty dads. If we don't want a dynasty dads, I'll put it up there. Better I, childhood crush. Oh, Topanga. So, I, oh. I'll probably avoid the language of who'd you rather. Cause there might be implications yeah, there that I don't mean. No. Yeah, no, uh, we don't. I mean, we don't want that, but yeah. Best no. child, favorite childhood crush TV edition. Biggest, yeah, that's, I was thinking heartthrob or something, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. Word, wording, I don't want to. Now, on the other side of, like, who'd you rather be, Zach Morris or, you know, Corey? Hey, give me Zach. Zach Morris, yeah. He's the coolest dude on the planet. Right. That one's easy. You don't want to be, uh, not Screech. No. No. I take AC Slater, though. That's, that, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's the football guy. Yeah. On that note, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in we, yeah we we started with uh weird off-topic family stories ended with with ac slater not anyway how i thought the show would go but it was fun we'll be back next week a lot like fatherhood <laughs> We're out. thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the dynasty dance podcast be sure to subscribe on itunes and follow us on twitter at dynasty dance Thank you